Hello, my fine friends. Thank you for choosing my podcast to listen to. We're powered by ACAS Plus. You can join uh, ACAS Plus if you want to get lots of bonuses. Google Rahalastapa and ACAS Plus and you'll get right there. There's lots of fun stuff to get. Um, Rahalastapa tour is nearly over. 21st of March, I'm at Bedford Corn Exchange. I'm talking to Olaf Falafel, who's a very funny children's author and stand-up comedian, and Al Murray, the pub landlord and historian man. And a friend of mine, uh, it should be fantastic, who went to Bedford, went to school in Bedford. It should be amazing. There's plenty of tickets left for that one. Uh, Glasgow on the 27th and Hull on the 28th. They're both sold out, but do keep checking the sites for returns. And uh, occasionally we put some comps back on sale, so there may be a chance to buy tickets. The main thing, though, is that I am going to be on tour doing stand-up, and I would love you to come. Uh, it's uh, from... It starts officially in May, but so uh, there's a few tryouts in April and March. So I'm at the Bill Murray. I'm at um, various places, Luton Hat Factory and uh, the Berry Hedge End. I don't even know where that is before going into a big tour where I'm going all over the place. It's selling in various degrees. Glasgow sold out. They've added an extra date. Uh, Chorley sold out, joined the waiting list. Uh, but a lot of the others have plenty of tickets. So... Do go and come to see that. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour for all those tour dates. RichardHerring.com slash Rahalastapa for the remaining Rahalastapa dates. And uh, yeah, and then I'm going to take a little break from doing Rahalastapas. It'll be nice. We've got loads in the bank. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying them. I think there's some very high quality ones from this tour. Uh, so do keep listening. Do keep telling your friends. RichardHerring.com for all your Richard Herring needs. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another Rahalastapa. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to another episode of Rich Change Let's Square Theater podcast. My guest is Limmy, making a welcome return. After about 20 months. So quick return. Uh, if you've enjoyed these podcasts, uh, I've found quite a good way that you can pay for them without paying anything and have a better life. Um, I've recently changed energy companies to Bulb Energy uh, and uh, they use uh, renewable energy for a lot of their energy and they're quite a lot cheaper than the big companies and they're also not pricks. Uh, their customer service is good. Plus... Um, there's no contract, so you could go with them. If you didn't like them, you could leave. Uh, and here's the clever bit. If you use this code when you switch over to them, uh, all lowercase, www.bulb.co.uk slash refer slash Richard234, uh, then you will get a £50 credit in your account, and I will get a £50 credit in my account, and no one will have paid anything. It's amazing. Uh, so if that appeals to you and you'd like to change energy company, do change if you're one of the big ones. They're all pricks. Uh, and you can change back again after you've got your £50. Don't do that, though. That was stupid. Uh, anyway, that's what you can do. Now let's sit back and enjoy 
Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast with my guest, Limmy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who is still very much in his 40s. Very much so. It's Richard Herring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. Hello, London. Hello, oh, lovely to be here. Welcome to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Uh, I was uh, in Lazy Town uh, the other day, and I was talking to Sportacus from Lazy Town. Remember Lazy Town? Yeah. He calls it Rahela Stubbs. I don't know if that's going to catch on. The girl from uh, Lazy Town is now about 26, so... Good news! Uh, so, um... Not that I Googled it. Uh, so, um... Welcome to the show... <laughs> It was the wig, really, wasn't it? The wig was good. So, um, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 49 years old as we record this, but uh, due to the magic of the passage of time, the people who are listening to this, I'll be either over 50 or dead. That is, that, that's the magic of the passage of time. Uh, so I can't quite believe uh, I'm going to be... Fe- I haven't really thought about uh, turning 50. When I turned 40, I, I went... Crazy, right? I had a proper midlife crisis, uh, went out, got drunk, behaved appallingly. Um, but I just hasn't even, I don't think I've really processed the fact I'm turning 50 in two days' time uh, from now. It's because now I'm 50 uh, and I've got a family, I've got some actual stuff to worry about. So uh, it's uh, there are some responsibilities which I didn't have back then. Well, you know, but I can't, 10 years have passed since I turned 40. I can't believe that. It's, you know, I've just got over the existential dread of being 40 and now I've clicked my fingers and bang, another 10 years have disappeared into the ether. And what, I got to, what have I got to show for it? Oh, a wife and a child. Fucking great. Uh, <laughs> Some, uh, some success in my career, big deal. Happiness, fuck off. Uh, so, uh, no, very much. It's uh, having a lovely time. We as uh, we do, uh, we're we're moving this week as well. I mean, I, it's really it's like I'm turning fifty, and then someone's gone. Yeah, you're not allowed to live in London anymore, mate. Uh, so uh, you have to leave. You've got two days to get out. So we're moving to the countryside uh, on uh, Friday. Yeah. Hooray! Is that, are you a fan of the countryside or of the, of the day of Friday? Yeah, Friday! I love anything with Friday in it. I always eat in TFI Fridays because uh, I love Friday. Yeah, we're going to Hertfordshire. So the next time I do some podcasts, I mean, after next week's show, obviously, uh, it will be. I'll be living in the countryside. It'll be a very different, and I'll be 50. It'll be a very different uh, experience. Uh, I hope you will enjoy it. I'm t- you know, might as well be dead. Um, <laughs> So let's crack on. Uh, my guest this week, he last appeared on the Rich Change Leicester Square Theatre podcast uh, in September 2015. So about two years ago, it seems longer. Uh, and uh, he's a very normal man. He's got a very normal face. <laughs> he's probably best known as the Cockney in Pompidou. The, remember that, the Pompidou show, the Matt Lucas vehicle? Uh, we please welcome his Limmy, ladies and gentlemen. It's Limmy. Limmy. Hello. Come and sit down. Pull up a chair. Is that working? Hello. Yeah, there's one. Thank you very much. Limmy. It's Brian. Brian Limond. Uh, so you were a cockney. Why did you, how did they get a job? I know there's no sound in Pompidou. Yeah, but you can't come down here doing our cockney parts. That is very offensive. 
Well, uh, Matt Lucas asked me yeah. to, uh, that that uh, Pompidou is a kind of um, pingu sort of thing. It's, well, it's a kind of like <laughs> that kind of thing. So that, there's, that's that's like the the second thing that I've I've came doing my big break. Yeah. Uh, for the other the other thing was... Was the other um, thing the Let's Square Theatre podcast? The first oh, aye, there's that. Yeah. But I mean, like, the, on the telly. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, the uh, broadcast much. telly. Okay, yeah. The other big break was uh, the IT crowd. Yeah, you're a window cleaner. Whereas a window cleaner going like... <laughs> <laughs> so for Pompidou, it's like... Aye, that IT crowd thing, I got asked to... Uh, Graham Linehan he liked like the first series of Lemmy Show and he got in touch with us and uh, like via my my agents um, <laughs> London agents and uh, um, he said uh, do you want to be in the IT crowd and I hadn't watched it I hadn't really watched I'd seen it on the tele but never actually sat down and went I'm going to watch this yeah. and, and I knew that like Chris Morris was on it for a bit and Noel Fielding was on it for a bit and I thought well, this, this is what it'll be like. It'll be like, I'll be maybe like one of these kind of recurring characters. Not no to replace like the, the top three, yeah. but you know, one of these other ones. And I thought, well, what could this be? And and I got the script and I looked at the pages and it says, um, aye, it's a kind of um, a, a Glaswegian that you can't make out a fucking word they say. Is that right? Brilliant. Uh, so that, that, was, that was my big break. Yeah. So I sold it. I sold it. <laughs> What, do you, in Pompadour, you just you didn't you didn't have to speak though, so it didn't matter about the accent. Can you do a well, Cockney accent? Cockney accent? Yeah. I. Um, that's not very good. That was, very, that was very uh, Scottish. Uh, that was very. You all right? Yeah, that's good. Everything I, all right? I find that as a Londoner, I find that very very offensive. You trying I'm to do very, my I'm trying sorry, to do my sorry, accent? Sorry, that's sorry. awful. I would never do anything like that. <laughs> so. Um, nice to have you on back you thanks, go, for, coming, you go. thanks for coming down again and we got you a hotel you're not going to do it we could have got <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'd have done the Glaswegian guy hello the guys in the IT crowd oh no that's actually deeply offensive I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to going to the fringe in August you'll tell me you're going to the fringe in August make sure you get a nice welcome you get away with it in Edinburgh though so that is kind of Pretty much English here, anyway. They love it up there. Love it. They love it up. Um, you st- we've got your hotel because we're nearly paid for you to come down standard class from Glasgow on the train. Yeah. yeah. Paid for you to go in a hotel. I noticed on Twitter you were making uh, porridge in a cup for your dinner. I will. So. I thought you, you said you said um, when you book your train and hotel, <laughs> can you keep it within this uh, amount of money? And I did that. Um, so that I could only afford standard class train <laughs> and uh, travelodge, and I thought I didn't even I, I don't even think I could afford to put breakfast on travelodge. So I thought I'll keep it within that. Would have given you breakfast at the travelodge. <laughs> I know, but I thought right, I'll, I'll maybe get breakfast. I thought no, I'll save myself a tenner. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't get it, I thought I'll get breakfast somewhere. And then when I just got to the hotel, I thought I could actually just nip in the corner to uh, one of the shops, get a packet of porridge. And then I could make myself dinner because I haven't had my dinner yet. Um, pour it in a cup. I thought they've got a cup in the hotel room. They've got a cup, not a bowl, and a teaspoon like for when you're making coffee. And so I poured the, the porridge oats in there and the boiling water in there. I never had any salt. I use salt, no sugar. But not even any salt though. No. So just plain. And a wee bit of milk on the top of it. And, yeah. um, and that's my breakfast tomorrow as well. Yeah. 
breakfast in the Travelodge would cost, I think it said about 12 quid. Right. That, uh, 1.84. <laughs> and I'll have plenty of porridge left. You can take the porridge for, back. For the, for the train back up the road. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case they run out of porridge in Scotland as well. You can leave us. Don't you have chance that. <laughs> We should do that kind of thing the whole thing, but fucking. There's any chance of that, Paul. <laughs> well, I'm, so, I'm sorry we didn't. Uh, I should have said you could, uh, we could have paid for breakfast, I feel bad. <laughs> no, it's nice. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice and filling porridge. I do, very, but very I do on tour. I do, on, I do exactly the same thing on tour. Because um, I don't, I resent. Well, I, also, I, when I'm touring around and you're staying in hotels a lot, just going down and having a full English breakfast every morning just makes me feel like I want to die, you know. So I'll just get like a little one of those porridge pots that you can pour. They, they cost a bit more, you know, those little kind right. of. They pour I the water in, it's got milk in it already, and then you stir them up. All right. Well, I'd really like that. Just after like a book tour, and that was like about a yeah. month and a half. I'd gone about I'd fucking travelage, 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 and it's the same breakfast, it's yeah. the same everything, same picture on the wall in all the rooms, and everything. Yeah. Again and again and again. I like that. I love that yeah. fucking routine. I love that, like, boring as fuck kind of life. And, um, <laughs> Every morning, the same fucking like granola, and then you get your uh, scrambled eggs and all this shit again and again. <laughs> it's nice, it's nice and everything, but again and again and again. But I uh, fancy, fancy the wee change, a wee bit of porridge when yeah. they, they fucking <laughs> salt it in out of a cup. We'll try and find you, we'll try and send someone out to get you some salt during no, the No, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I'm fine, Are you honestly. Sure? I am alright, I'm alright. Okay, thanks. well, I just want to make sure you're as happy as you can. It's going, to be a, it's going to be fucking finished in about 10 minutes. <laughs> it's good. Porridge. Nice. It's important talking about porridge. Um, I've been reading your new book. That's your lot. That's your lot. I really like, when I, mean, I loved your first book, I really like, I, I kind of like the economy. That's basically why it's called That's Your Lot, because all these stories are very, is that right? They're very quick. Kind of, they, they end they're longer, for, well, they're all kind of longer, they're all longer than the stories in Daffy's uh, right, yeah. stories, but it's the kind of stories that, like I was trying to do these punchliney sort of things with yeah. Daffy stories because I come from a, a sketch writing background. It's like a fucking wanker, man. It's very much a sketch writing background. So I was always trying to have a wee punchline, a wee joke, a wee yeah. twist at the end or something. But I read some other stories by an, uh, I was about to say an artist, um, a writer called uh, Raymond Carver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and his story just seemed to just to just end, yeah, yeah. just kind of like there. And and I, I didn't like it at first. I started to like these stories. It just that's kind of like that's your lot. And, yeah, I, and yeah. I felt like writing stories where you're not really thinking about. Oh, it doesn't have to have a you know thinking yeah, yeah, so like a catchphrase or a twist, or it doesn't have to be funny or good or anything like that. It's, uh, <laughs> really, really frees you up. I really like it because I think it's. They're sort of br- they're, 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 you get the very uh, you get the tension going very quickly in all of them, and you all want to you want to find out what's happening and what's going on. And you know, I've read about half of this this book, and they're all this kind. Of, you're very good at. Cu- <laughs> and then I've got in, time to read the whole thing. Nah, I'm moving away. I'll be I'm saving some up for bedtime. Right, they're very, you can really read them on the loo. They're good. Good, that's, I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of it. it. A lot of people come on here and only read half the book, and then I don't go back to it. I'm reading the rest. Did of you this. read the first off? Yeah, I've read or the just f- like here, there, and I just it's on my Kindle, so I've just read. The, I'm reading them in order. So well, that's the good because yeah. uh, I put a good ones at the start. So oh, yeah, they're nice. good. Sorry, right. but they're very you, you, you're very good at building the scene immediately. It's a really brilliant writing, and I kind of like the brutality. Some of them just end sort of brutally, like bang, they're gone. You, they're building up, and then go. Oh, and this is what happened. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's... Is grammar, have you read grammar? Uh, no. 
That's funny because that's in the first half. Of oh, the maybe I have. Oh, you know, I have. I have. Funny, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I thought you said grandma. I thought you said grandma. I have read. I have read grandma. Yeah. The ending of that. I, I yeah. Really, no, it's brutal. I, I really it's brutal. enjoyed the ending of that. that that's. I love it. I was it's... pissing myself. It's horrible. It's. Um, I'm not. I'm. I, don't worry. I'm not here to talk about my book. No, actually, the, what's great about my book is. Uh, <laughs> but when I, when I wrote the ending of that, it felt like sending a fucking dodgy yeah. tweet that you know this is going to. Like I'm, I'm fucked. You know, I I'm, think it's great. This is this is suicide. But um, I think I really... it's, it's really good because it, you, that one. I was really, I was reading that one on the tube on the way here, and I was pissing myself at all the. It's all about the guy, a, a guy who corrects people's grammar in emails at work. Right? I kind of grammar, but it's just really funnily. It's just really well observed and funnily done, and that kind of person and. The character I always imagine of you in most of these stories, getting annoyed by someone correcting Aye. people's grammar. Yeah, and then yeah, the end of it is just like <laughs> it's Aye. just like it blows up. And finds the reason end. why he's dead. You have to have to read it. I've no problem. Yeah, you don't spoil it. It's uh, for sale and out. No, no, there are some, my book. My book, emergency questions, uh, is on sale. <laughs> Gofasterstripe.com slash eq. We can put some of yours up on uh, no, no, Gofasterstripe. Sorry, 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 it's all on Kindle now. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to hold it up, but it's all on, it's all on the e-books. I, I was going to, I was going to bring it. I thought, oh, fuck it. I mean, the last <laughs> time I was on, I had Darfi stories before I did the tour, so yeah. I thought oh, this is a chance to like, first chance to read a story. But I've just been doing it for like two fucking months, and I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'm fucking booked to fuck get it. Get up, we're good. That's fucking us. <laughs> I like the way so that for the first, one of the first stories anyway is about I think, I think like it's interesting because a lot of people would make a lot more out of some of these ideas right and I like the I like the way you kind of have a really good idea and explore it very quickly and sort of throw it away so yeah. the, the one about the guy who's writing his kid's name in the concrete oh it's a very, uh, it's pavement a, yeah mm-hmm. it's a very it's a very quick story but it's a really good I, that would make a film or something that idea so if, can, can I slightly give away what happens so he's writing his he wants it's a lovely story about a father son thing trying to wanting to to show your son that you loved him when he was little because you yeah. know he's going to forget that that you have this moment yeah. which, is, which I've you know that's what I think all the time with my daughter is all this fucking time I'm putting in and she's going to remember none remember of this it, yeah. uh, don't waste, don't <laughs> waste any, so that's why I write a blog every day and I'm going to make her read that so that she yeah. knows so she sees she through sure. mm-hmm. so this guy decides to write this son's name in the concrete and gets caught and gets I can on a wet concrete yeah, guy. yeah. and then the bloke doing the concrete kind of basically attacks him and then he gets stuck in the concrete yeah and then has to live in the concrete for the rest of his life ah <laughs> uh, and it's got this um I was a wee bit worried when you started explaining it. I thought, it's going to sound shite. Because <laughs> I, I don't even want to do it. You know, I would, like any sort of story. I was, I was saying to my girlfriend all day, oh, I wrote a, something happened on the tail. I said, I wrote a, a story about something like that. She, oh, aye, right. <laughs> I said, it's, um, it's about, and she just wasn't fucking interested. Just, <laughs> it's, good, it's good, you've got to read it. She's like, that. <laughs> but this uh, one. Like the idea of a, the idea of a man being stuck. It's just like you could someone else would get like a, a film out of that or a novel out of that. You know what I mean? It's well, like I don't, I don't think it's sort of Kafkaesque or something. I don't think the attention span. No. Kind of, I, I tried in, in the book. I tried writing like kind of ten thousand word story, but, and that's at the end, right? But that took me fucking ages. It took me it took me longer to write ten thousand words in one story than it did to write like ten one thousand word stories because yeah. you've got to kind of. Um, you know the pace and the plot points <laughs> and all this sort of shit it gets, it gets like a pain in the arse I like just doing something and then it's finished oh, well, by I, the end of the day I agree but I, th- and I think it works really effective it's, it's really I, I said this about your first book but I think your writing is just it's so it's such, so much your voice and it's so individual and it's so unlike anything else I think it's just really it's really brilliant Thanks and I think what? most people would would ru- sort of ruin that story but also it, it would 
bear with having more, more done with it, but it's great to just do it that quickly. The twist happens, and then we've ruined it for everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, but uh, and I quite like, you do this on Twitter. I mean, I love the way you use Twitter as well. It's, it's kind of like there was a, there was a, I can't even remember what it was the other day. See, I just, sorry. I don't know if I, I, I'm, I'm hearing things right. Yeah. But see, when you said, um, it's probably just somebody button or something. But see, when you said, oh, and I love the way you did Twitter, I, I thought I heard something going like, <laughs> did, did I imagine that? Or is it just something going like, oh, bur- a lot, like, a lot of burping? I thought somebody was going like, <laughs> everybody will look, we go like that, every cunt's fucking left, man. Like, but, <laughs> thank you very much. Cheers. No, but. The, the, <laughs> There's a couple of people who just like to come along because they hate the person. I just imagine that. They, 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 they do. They're happy to pay out 15 quid just to come and go, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah. They don't do I, that. No, I just, I just imagine that, don't worry, there's not going to be a situation here. <laughs> They've got Twitter now. They don't, the thing with those people, don't ever have to cut, leave the house now. They can just do that from the... They can just tweet, go, oh. Aye. Aye. Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> There was a thing you did the other... There was one, I don't know if you can turn it into a short story, but there was one, and I can't quite remember the details of it, but it went on for quite a long time, a little tweets thing about you, you working a way to kill people by dragging them out down the beach and tying them up under the sea. Do you remember this? Oh. And so they, they drowned... They drowned oh. under the sea and you could get everyone in a wedding party or something out one oh, by one aye, till, aye, aye. Until, <laughs> until every single... And if you did it subtly, you get every single guest. Aye. And then in the morning you'd wake up and there'd be that the whole wedding party would be drowned under the sea, tied <laughs> up under can, the sea. I, I can't remember... Why, why, when was that? I, I it was about a month or two ago, but it was, was like... It? Again, it was like a... I remember like, something today with uh, tying... <laughs> like, putting up a rope in the ground... Like a noose, an upside down noose. Yeah. So it's actually like no, you're not hanging for the neck for a tree, but it's actually under the under the water, just yeah. at the shore. And then getting somebody pushing them under the water and sticking their neck in it, and then um, so they're drowning there. And then, but I can't remember why. I, no, why I can't remember why. Because <laughs> it went off. I, I used to tweet stuff like about Chris Brown all the time. I used to say I'd love to put him through a fucking mincer. I'd love to um, uh, crucify him, nail him to the bottom of a swimming pool, and things like that. Um, <laughs> um, but I can't remember that that was just in general it was yeah just it was just a general murder general plan person, it was just I a guess. plot to commit I... mass murder but it, it read like a kind of novel or a, a serial killer's diary I'd love to write I'd love to write something like that I'd love yeah. to write uh, the, the killer doesn't get his comeuppance it's not studying psychopathy or anything like that it's just it's, I, I'm actually enjoying it I'm I'm enjoying killing these people, and you're yeah. on the side of the fucking killer. There's no redeeming features. There's not. I you know the poor guy's went through a lot in his childhood, and that's why he's turned out like this. No, just like no, it's going fucking like Grand Theft Auto. Let's fucking go and kill some people, and <laughs> you know, kill like, horrible fucking and kill everybody. And yeah. um, I'd love to write something like that. Really, you can get the sense that I'm fucking. You know, I'm really enjoying it. The writer is enjoying this. Yeah. That he's not going. Like, oh, what do you make of these people? You know, like no, I'm that fucking person. I'm like. Uh, it's either that or a fucking date for real, take your pick. <laughs> but most people don't use Twitter in that way to write a kind of uh, fantasy stroke fiction short story. It's really interesting. And, and uh, Andy McH, my, my Twitter correspondent, uh, also uh, wanted to, uh, me to ask you about the fake WhatsApp tweets you've been doing, which is... Oh, aye. Um, which are, again, quite full on, aren't they? I've seen some of aye. these. Well, I did them... I think it was when I was starting the book tour and I was sitting yeah. on a train and an R train and an R train. I did it on the way down here, just kind of tweet like fuck. And 
I just I just thought, right, I want to see if I can come up with a big fucking Twitter hit. And I noticed that a lot of uh, these 30,000 retweet, 40,000 retweet ones have got, I am dying. And then, you know, the kind of greeting laughing sort of, <laughs> crying laughing sort of face uh, emojis. And it's sometimes like WhatsApp stuff conversations. And I just noticed that the WhatsApp stuff between somebody and their granny or something like that, it's kind of funny, but it's them putting in a sort of canned laughter or, oh my God, can't breathe, that, that gives it that extra, like, multiplier sort of like times it by three funniness sort of boost yeah, yeah. so I thought I want to do one of these whatsapp things and then say at the beginning oh my god I'm dying but I don't want it just to just do a normal conversation whatsapp I want it being like mum mum like whatsapp dad pick my dad I've been stabbed I've been stabbed uh, I'm in the park right now please get an ambulance where are you son where are you this is too late dad just tell mum I love her and all that I'm only kidding I'm only kidding don't you ever do that shut the fuck up bitch <laughs> And lots of people, uh, that's like between a someday and a more, someday and a dad, someday and a grand. I fucking hate you, go and kill yourself. <laughs> and I hate you, ha ha ha. Um, and people, what's getting retweeted like fucking people going like, this is a fucking disgrace. And, um, well, because anyone getting that as a retweet who doesn't know you, I think even people who do know you are not going to be clear whether it's oh, no, real no, or so. The re- people think it's I was real. doing it kind of throwing away, I was yeah, getting yeah. it to get attention for yeah, people yeah. who don't follow me. And I did one, that one about getting stabbed. I said, oh, uh, I've, been, I've been attacked in the park. Right, where, where, are, where are you, baby? I was saying, you know, like the Muslim. Where are you, where are you baby? Are you okay, hon? Just stay awake. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting dizzy, mum. Just, I can't phone uh, the ambulance. Phone 999, you have to. I can't just tell dad I love him. I'm only joking. I'm on. Don't you ever do that again. And then somebody tweeted me saying, I hope you do get stabbed. <laughs> And I replied, uh, like, kind of quote retweet to everybody saying, I hope you get stabbed this, this, this weekend. And then... I was, I was in the... Um, I can't remember what, where I was at the time, but it was on a book tour, right? And um, I'd finished one of the shows, and when I got to the hotel, I noticed my account had been suspended. It said, your account has been suspended for this tweet. You've been reported. Uh, I hope you get stabbed this weekend. I thought, wait a fucking minute, no, no. They, they said, I hope you get stabbed first. And it says, well, if you want to appeal it, you have to enter your password again. I didn't have my password because it's in one of these password, password managers and I didn't have the app on my phone. And I, I just thought, oh, fuck it, all right. And it said, you are locked to it for 12 hours. I thought, for fuck's sake. So I had to wait till like midday the next day. Then I reported them back. <laughs> and, and they got suspended. <laughs> so it's like a nuclear fucking tag. is is brilliant. And... And since noticing that they can do that to me and I can do that to them, I've been doing it to a lot of people. <laughs> you know, some other people go like, you're a prick for saying that. I get them fucking suspended. You just honestly go to report and, and you, you don't say that they've said something offensive. You say that because there's options. Don't say just offensive. Say it's a targeted attack. <laughs> and they get locked out for And, and I've, I've seen somebody like a kind of right-wing person go like saying something to his, and I reported them, and they got locked out, and I checked up on their account, like, about a day later. Oh, my God, and they were just tweeting to everybody, oh, my God, so much for free speech and all that, you're going to drive everybody off of uh, Twitter, Twitter, this is not on, and that like, fucking yes, man. <laughs> yeah, that the wee Pepe fucking frog avatar, and that shit, yes, man. Grass, be a grassing bastard. I used, to do, I used to do that all the time, uh, students across the road, uh, having parties and all that, and I just, every day I'm just phoning fucking police every time. <laughs> No 999, but the other number, like 101 or whatever it is, it gets the, 
just the normal, you know, if they've got time, they'll come out. And I would just keep getting this fucking party shut down week after week until they didn't date anymore. And I just, I was saying to people on Twitter, you know, I, I can hear, you know, I can make out what the fucking song is that they're playing. And somebody tweeted me saying, if you can make out the tune, shut it down. <laughs> I was like, you're fucking right, mate. You know, was it just kind of... You kind of make it... You make it every... I know that song, I know that song. Uh, so, uh, I used to... Uh, I love grassing. Yeah. It's brilliant, man. I, I mean, would get grass stopping. I was wee, now it's my fucking I mean, tongue. it's what Twitter's probably made. It's sort of fun to be that guy. It's just mischievous and it's wind. It's just all wind-ups, really, isn't Aye. it? Aye. It's, um, it's, just a, it's just a laugh. Yeah. It's just, there's not, I'm, I'm, I'm teetotal, right? And I don't take it anymore. I'm bored at my fucking mind. This is the only sort of buzz I fucking get. Grassing them in, and aye, there's wee guys in the, the, back, the back of my house. They're, they're, they're drinking, aye, could do something about it, aye. You see the police come, you're like, fucking yes, man. You're just like, I can just phone a number, these fucking guys in uniforms fucking turn up about 10 minutes later and just see all these wee guys running away. And, or you just phone a number and you wait. And there's this party, and then you see this fucking motor turn up, and you go, and there's a the music going off. I did that, man. <laughs> and you've paid for it. You've paid for it. Phone the fucking number. It's, it's a laugh. It's there for you. It's there for you. <laughs> Grassin's brilliant. Grassin's going to be big next year. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. I can never work half your the, the things you come up with are quite believable. Like today, you were. Um, Tweeting about, <laughs> and like I still, even though I know you're joking on everything you put, uh, some of it I believe. So today you were, you were tweeting about how you used to work in an art gallery in New York, oh, and, I, and, <laughs> I, I, and you were also a painter. And yeah. then you, I, I just, you say, were, I just say things like, um, I saw, this, this gone a few years back. This is like 1988, and I worked in a gallery and. Uh, uh, you know, I, put, I, put, I wanted to repeat all the fucking tweets, but I just... And you know who that was? That was uh, uh, Lois Lane for original uh, Superman, Lo- uh, Margot Kendall. That was, that was her. And I'm obviously knowing fucking New York in the mid-80s, because I would have been about fucking 12. But it's good that you're making up this story about this celeb that you sort of met. You believe it as you're typing it. It's, yeah. It's fucking well, Margot good. Margot Kidd is a very good choice of someone. She, so she wants to buy your painting, or she likes your painting, and she knows you've done it in this way. Yeah. But to come up with it and go, who's that woman who was in And uh, I, some people Kidd. said, did you ever meet, there was a cancelled Green Day gig in Glasgow. Some people said, did you ever meet uh, Billy Joe, what's her name? Uh, what's his name? And I went, aye, aye, aye. And, and I just made up fucking some story about <laughs> sort of seeing him in a, a lift in a hotel. Uh, you're going, I'm going up. All oh, right, okay. And... <laughs> It's good as you're making up, you're like, this is, this feels fucking real. Yeah. You feel yourself going mental. Feel yourself going kind of psychotic, going, in a way, this is happening. <laughs> because if that did happen, it's got the same feelings as how it is if you make it up. So in a way, this is fucking real. You're never 100% real because yeah. it didn't happen. <laughs> but all the other stuff, like how you would feel inside if it happened, which is part of the reality, you're 80% there. <laughs> So it, it's mostly fucking real. Yeah. Mostly happened. <laughs> if you think about it. It's, well, I am thinking about it. I'd say maybe 70% real. 70%. 70%, 70% max. 
Um, and I also enjoy your, your obituaries that you do on Twitter every time anyone dies. Oh, I, yeah. Which, and I, what I really enjoy is that quite often they get picked up and put in the papers as genuine, oh, I love as that, genuine obituaries. I love that. There's odd one a day, and I think, ah, shouldn't have, maybe shouldn't have done that. I mean, they're under 30 when they died, or, you know, like, I, I don't know if I did it with Amy Winehouse. I think I, I, think I did Amy Winehouse. I think I did it with her. Every now and again, there's somebody that people go, I nah, nah, you shouldn't have. You should, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I would tweet, um, Oh, I met such and such at a charity do. She was surprisingly down to earth and very funny. Uh, no matter who's died, and people be tweeting me saying, this is how I find out people have fucking died. People tell me, I've got a kind of like, a wee kind of hot, like, wee hotline there, you know, a kind of red phone type of thing on Twitter. Yeah. If somebody dies, people tweet me, oh, don't, did you ever meet? Uh, here's the most recent one. Uh, maybe somebody in Doctor Who, was it? No, no, Brian Kant for Playaway. Yeah. Play school. Did you ever meet Brian Can at a charity? <laughs> oh, what's Brian Can? Fucking deep. Uh, Brian Can, I'm at a charity. Hold on, Lynn. I just need to. Just uh, <laughs> going to. But I think Daniel needs to go to the toilet. Just a minute. I need to. They're, they're waiting for me. And this is how they find out. Make uh, charity. They're surprisingly doing. I'm fucking spell mistake. Uh, delete, delete. Like I'm pure like Daniel yeah. on the fucking phone. But it's also a very good parody of all the people who basically, you know, that that someone dies and the Twitter's full of people making it about themselves, aren't they? I mean, that's sort of what it's. I'm looking forward to when I die, and hopefully <laughs> people they make a, you know, the fans make a, a tribute to me yeah. by tweeting that. I think it'll be really funny if I die in a kind of in a violent way, <laughs> that that people tweet my girlfriend and think yeah. he'd like this, wouldn't he? <laughs> He'd like this, wouldn't he? Like, she's like, he got fuck. Is he fucking stamped in with fucking group of wee fucking guys? You might know. Oh, come on, it's just a laugh, man. My son, pure fucking devastated. Where's daddy? <laughs> Where's my charity do? <laughs> hey, I met your, I met your dad, a charity do, you know what I mean? The, the tweet that he did. I'm not kidding. Sorry about your dad, wee man. You need to do that. I said, no, no, Paul's are in here. All right, we'll leave Twitter behind. I'll ask you in a minute. You're busy fucking sorting out people fucking grassing up fucking party. <laughs> I'm going to ask you an emergency question. This is my new favourite emergency question. What is the strangest thing you've found in the embers of a bonfire? Um, That's a good question. Wait, wait and see. Wait and see what happens. Uh, Takes a little well, while, but we're going to get some fuck magic. All. Fuck all. Going to get some magic in a second, don't worry. I can make something up. Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, <laughs> A deep hedgehog. No, that's not funny. <laughs> that's not fucking funny. I bet there is something. Come on, that's an animal. Um, uh, my cat, I found my first cat when I was a kid. We found it in the embers of a bonfire. This really? Like, yeah. It was, it was still alive, but it had been quite badly burnt in this bonfire. All... <laughs> Some people hate cats, don't they? They do. They just had, they had all its side burnt. Like, it was only a kitten. And, and it's all right? Well, it was, a wild, it was a wild cat that lived in the farm behind us, and we, the, the, farms, the farmer said he didn't want it, so we, we paid for the vet to come and stitch her up. It's like, that's, that's, very now, that's one of the people who hate cats. Do you hate yeah. cats? That's he like, hates cats, that guy. You've got, got to watch people who hate cats. Because yeah. it's like, like you're, you're hating cats, bedwetting, and arson. <laughs> uh, triangle and psychopath. <laughs> My girlfriend's ma, she fucking hates cats. She hates cats and... I, what, what, what does he hate about cats? They're just, they're just pretty selfish. They're pretty they don't get any love back. Says the man who hates cats. Kind of and is glad, is glad when they get badly burnt. Those cats are so selfish. Love cats. Yeah. Love cats. And... 
What's that? Cats are slappers. What the hell? The master from Doctor Who has spoken, ladies and gentlemen. He came in late. Cats are slappers. Right. Really not, I don't... You're saying you have sex with cats instead of... You're saying instead of prostitutes. If I can't get a prostitute, just pop down the Batsy dog and cat's home, pretend you're a concerned... You can just take the cat home and fuck it for free, and no one... It's got a little tight little cat anus. I've kind of moved on. I'm thinking about what I can, what's in the embers of the yeah, file. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let, a what? A what? A fascist. A fascist. A fascist. Is that what you said? Yeah, fascist. I can't hate fascist. That's, God, a, that's a strange, the weirdest thing I've found in a bonfire. Yeah, it's <laughs> strange. Strange that he knew, that guy knew. He must have been with you. Yeah. Uh, he must have came when I talked about it in one of my previous shows. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's not talk to the audience again, they're strange. <laughs> anyway, I thought you were quite strange with the whole time people up under the sea until they drowned. I don't know if you can hear it right, but did he say cats are slappers? <laughs> <laughs> he Not the first yes, thing I would think about. Lead you on, they fucking lead you on. <laughs> Don't want any to do with you. All right, I've got, I've got another one for you. If your, genitals, if your genitals had to turn into a sea creature for one day every month, but you could choose the sea creature they turned into, what sea creature would you like that to be? Um, something wee, so that people don't... No, it's a sea lion. <laughs> is it a sea lion? No, no, it's not a sea lion. Sea horse. <laughs> Fucking sea lion. <laughs> Fucking sea lion. Something they've never noticed. Like a sea lion. A fucking. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. One hundred percent online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Well, what is, um... They might just think you were standing behind a sea lion if you were sitting there. Just this. Just this. That'd actually be best. Yeah, that's be best. Then <laughs> people just go there. there so, aye, <laughs> Would you like to stroke my sea lion? Could we, we need to take it away. No, no, no. I'll have to, I'll have to come with it. Make sure it's safe. Make sure it's a. Seahorses aren't that don't, small. Don't, 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 don't play with too much. Don't fucking cover it in the mouth like that. Fucking bombed you. Um, uh, seahorse. Seahorse. But a seahorse is quite big as well. That's is it? No, you, oh. get, well, you get these ones that are like that. What? Well, not compared I get ones to, are... like, um, plankton. You get ones that are about cock know. size. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, average cock size. <laughs> you can pick what age. Anyway, I take it to start off with, and I go, right, a one-year-old. So you want, a, you want a one-year-old seahorse? That is... A seahorse. That's sick. If it was a middle-aged seahorse, that's all right. Right. Um... <laughs> um You've been on tour since I last saw you. So it's quite interesting. So you were, as like you said, when you came here last time, you read a bit from your book, and then you went off and did a book tour, and you're back yeah. on stage. You've done a Limmy live show, and you've done mm-hmm. um, you've done another two book tours, have you? So you've been doing, I, quite, you're I, doing quite a lot of touring. How are you finding the touring experience aside from the hotels? I, uh, it's brilliant. I really like it, and just I love the like the Q and A bit, just fucking rabbit and away, like no, just talking all that fucking shit. And uh, um, it's been brilliant. Just going to all these places. I went to like. Um, Ireland, never been before, but I never fucking... I went to Sheffield, right, never been to Sheffield, and I thought, I kind of like Def Leppard, and I kind of like the Human League, and I thought, oh, that's where... Um, there's for Sheffield, and I'm there for two nights. I wonder if you can go on a wee thing, or go to a place that says, Def Leppard were here once. <laughs> and, and what I did for the first night was I got to Sheffield, and I just went to the hotel, and, I, and my show wasn't on... That night, it was the next night, I just spent the whole fucking night in this uh, travel lodge room and the whole of the next day, right, I was I spent almost 24 hours in this wee room and it was fucking brilliant. I just, it was like being in jail. It was magic. And I loved going to all these places and no doing anything. Yeah. I, got, I got to Dublin, one of the first things I did was just went to the pictures to watch um, uh, Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. Just wasting all these fucking opportunities <laughs> to check places out and get to know people. Felt fucking bright. Felt like like going all the way around the world to some amazing place and going. I'm not even going to open my fucking eyes. I'm going to open my eyes and getting on a plane and coming all the way back. Just kind of waste. Yeah, waste. I'm like that though as well. When I toured with Stuart, he would always wanted to go and see this. He wanted to go walking up mountains. He wanted to go to all the tourist attractions. We yeah. went to loads of tourist attractions. Mm-hmm. When I tour on my own, I literally just go to the hotel and then to the theatre and then go home if I can. It's probably because if you've got a win, if you've got a boy or a lass or whatever, then. It's good getting a like if, if they're wee. It's yeah. good getting a, some. If you're not doing a tour, your the other option is to just lock yourself in the toilet, <laughs> just pretend you're doing a shite ten times a day when you're at, just like that, just sitting on your fucking phone or just just going like that. <laughs> in a minute, in a minute, I've got something. Something's not right with me. I need to. So getting going on a tour is just a good fucking yeah. getting back to before you have a way and back to the old watching Columbo while you're lying <laughs> on the couch sort of days. So just be uh, lying in the fucking bedroom watching something in film four, some old fucking Kirk Douglas film. Like, yeah. This is a fucking life. This, this is a shite, man. <laughs> this is shite. I fucking love this. It's, it's, it's really true that, that. I think the things you once you've got a family and you've got all the time, all your time is taken up. The things you miss is all the stuff you know. I did nothing. Some, well, like I, the thing I like best is getting back from a tour 
when everyone's asleep, I've come back late and it's midnight and everyone in the house is asleep and I'll sit downstairs drinking whiskey and watch Italy on my own. And it's the best that, fucking, that it's the best thing I in the world. I used to do that with wine. Uh, before I was doing stand-up and all that, I used to love just drinking a bottle of wine kind of every night or a half bottle of wine and just playing Grand Theft Auto 3 back then. Yeah. And, and just watching Rope, Alfred Hitchcock, about every fucking night and then playing <laughs> GTA and just sitting there a big fucking glass of wine like... <laughs> Fucking magic, man! <laughs> Drinking on I your own is the best. But you do you miss the, the? It's all that time you wasted before you had a. You know, it's like. But it's sort of um, terrible and amazing. So it's nice. It's to probably get it's the best use of fucking time. It's like yeah. I'm going on holiday next week. Oh, you must be looking forward to getting away. Well, you, you don't get to relax when you got away, and you're spending all your time making sure a fucking Wayne Disney drown. That's it. <laughs> you know, don't get it. Relax. Just, where is he? 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 Where is he, where is he? <laughs> It's, uh, it's fucking it's hard it's hard as fuck the holiday is actually sitting in the house while he's on Minecraft yeah that's the holiday and then the walk starts when you when you arrive at fucking Mallorca or whatever <laughs> good, sorry you... man I write, I write money way the night sorry no it's good it's, it's, it's good to be honest about it as well it's uh... <laughs> oh, today you were tweeting about manspreading and saying yeah. that it was alright for men to manspread well I don't I mean look at me right there yeah. that's because I've got kind of be Sort of wee uh, genitals in a way. Yeah. I, I said that. I don't know. I'm fucking para, but um, I. But there was a guy right next to me, and yeah. he uh, on the train. And he he was like he was like that. Yeah. And I was like right there's that, there's like two seats next yeah. to each other. That's the middle. Yeah. This is my bit. Everything here to there. That's my bit. His leg was just there. The the border. Yeah. So. He was like effectively on my side. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I wasn't even serious anyway. I was just saying, oh, man, spreading. That's because men have got uh, balls yeah. and cocks, and, and some of them need to do that because they've got big balls. Yeah, you can do, do that, that, but you don't need to do that. I, I've been on a train once with a guy, and he was like uh, half onto the seat. Aye. There was only one seat, and I sat on it, and he didn't move his. You know, so our, the leg Aye. bones were like touch. I could feel his leg bone Aye. with my leg bone. They were so pressed together, and he still wouldn't move. It's like he was just like. Right I was thinking about it on the train. I was thinking, I wonder if you can get spikes like we kind of. <laughs> they go under the trousers, yeah. and I kind of like spikes you get on runner, you know, runner, you know, athletes kind of yeah. shoes, and you just put them there. So, and, and it's not like obviously sticking out, <laughs> but it's just enough for them to go. You know, what was that? <laughs> they might they might think it's just a wee like a zip or something, or they don't know. But it's just enough to. Move them yeah, away, maybe yeah. stick a wee bit of fucking wee disease at the end of the fucking needle, <laughs> something like that. So you get that, and then if, if you if it's somebody you're seeing all the time, then like maybe like a month down the line, you start to see them get a wee bit ill and losing a bit of weight, <laughs> losing a wee bit of weight and all that. And you're right, are you all right, pal? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> and I went to your website to uh, to to look up, you know, if there's anything on a website worth looking at. And, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There's only one. Well, I, there's only you go to your website and there's just five coloured bars. Swearing xylophone. Yeah, it's like a xylophone. Yeah. And it says you are a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> It depends on what you press. You get that said again and again in different different notes yeah. and all that. Uh, I made it first years ago in, in Flash. <laughs> um, but then I redid it for uh, HTML5. <laughs> um, 
And it's other wee things like forward slash gouge, forward slash DD speaking clock, forward slash speaking clock for Yoda. Okay. Yoda speaking clock. Yeah. Um, I had a good old days of Flash. Don't, don't, get, don't get me started on that. <laughs> we talked a little about it last on the last podcast, okay, and I didn't really understand it then either. So, um... <laughs> Let's, I'll, ask you another, I'll ask you a proper emergency question from the proper book. Oh, actually, I want to... Because, like, again, everything I read, every interview I read with you, I think this is all bullshit. Right. I, wonder, I wonder if this... You, you did an interview with, like, a local newspaper, right. and the guy said, tell me something that nobody knows about you. And then you... <laughs> and if it's true, then it's not at all funny. And then you, you said that you had undescended testicles when you were a child. I, I tweeted that the, the, the day. Yeah. I tweeted that the day as well. Yeah. I don't know why that's fucking gone on with all the time. <laughs> I, undes- I thought undescended. Yeah. I remember when I was wee, like primary school even, I remember showing people my scars. I remember going like that, look, and there was all this bruising. And there was these scars down there. So I don't know when it happened. I thought undescended meant your balls are in your... Your ball bag to your scrotum or whatever. <laughs> but one feels kind of attached to your body and the other one sort of loose and moves about. That's what it means. But actually, it means it's the balls are all the way fucking inside yeah. your body. Right. And it's sort of, it's not dead common, but it's not like some kind of like, oh, it's a fucking viral video. Wait till you see what happened to this wee boy. <laughs> it's like, I, they just cut you open and they push it fucking push down. down. And um, one of them feels sort of attached to my body, the one feels a bit loose. Yeah. And, um, I had to get... Aye, aye, that's true, aye. Yeah. Thing is, though, because of the Margot Killer Yourself? thing... The thing of the... <laughs> mine, are, mine are OK. Because of the Margot Kidder thing, I just don't believe anything you say. No, then. that's not true. But I, I tweeted just a, like, uh, an hour ago, uh, I saw Princess, Princess Di's brother. Yeah, I saw And I really well. did see him. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't hear you. That's nothing to you, man. I... Um, Lord Spencer, yeah, Lord Spencer. I... Uh, that's nothing to use down here. I'll use my seal. We see him all the time, yeah. I, but I saw him, I was like, that's fucking... I was ready to say something, I don't fucking say anything. I was ready to take a picture, but no. Yeah. Um, I there he was. <laughs> there he was. Is he's quite old now, are you sure it was him? Because he's, he's, he's... No, it's definitely him, because he was all... It's him, but, like, his, fl- his face sort of... It looks like he's been punched fucking. Yeah. He's like, well, he started like he's his dad. Do you remember his dad and Princess Diana's dad as well? Ironically, so coincidentally, uh, he was kind of a you know his face was kind of quite bloated, and now the young Spencer is sort of turning into I, that kind of bloated. It's a, like a I, Doctor Who monster kind of like, like bloated, cloud, like, like he's cloud got some... bits sort of coming out here and there. Yeah. And um, I thought you know is the eyebrow thing like uh, is it him? No, I thought it was Elton John. That's right. <laughs> Remember he did the, the talk. But oh, I know yeah. it was him. It was him. It was him. Right, I'll ask you this question before we like start libeling the royal family, which we would never do on this show. Um, if you had to have sex with either Zippy, Bungle, George, Jeffrey, or Rod, whilst did you watch Rainbow when yeah. you were a kid? Mm-hmm. Do you have that in Scotland? Aye, aye. Yeah, okay. Whilst Jane and Freddie had sex with each other next to you, but they couldn't join in with the sex. If you had to do that, which of the rainbow team would you have sex with? Uh, uh, Zippy, right. Bungle, George, Jeffrey, or Rod from just my to, just so we know exactly I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, are we talking about actually shagging the puppets, <laughs> yes. or are we imagining that they're real, or are we talking about shagging the puppeteers? <laughs> <laughs> how re- how much in reality are we? Well, just like because because you know that below Zippy yeah. and George, yeah. No, Bungle. No, George, there's a man inside Who's Bungle. Who's the bear? 
Bungle's the bear. Bungle's there's the there's bear, someone right? inside You there. know that if you, uh, there's a hole in the bag, you put a cock in, you'll be shagging a guy's ass. But <laughs> below, there's nothing below Zippy, so let's well, say Zippy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's speed things up and just say Zippy. Um, uh, Zippy. <laughs> I'm just going to cut the rest out, so it's just you immediately saying Zippy. Say Zippy. I'm going to edit it, so which of the words? Zippy. Zippy. Definitely Zippy. Before you've even finished the question. Zippy, I know this question, Zippy. All right, try this one. I, this is a, one I'm trying to popularise that isn't popular yet. If you could have all your teeth replaced by psychic orbs that could tell you all future events by telepathy, but would scream at a high-pitched volume every time you opened your mouth, would you go ahead with the teeth replacement operation? Some people need that one a second time. Uh, no. No, you got it. No. I mean, no, I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. I wouldn't, wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Even though you could see the future? No, because all the, the rest of it, it would the do you nothing. It would... Um, you wouldn't like it, it would, it would fuck with your head, and nobody would want to be around you because of the screaming sound. Yeah. No. You just keep your mouth closed and write I'm everything. I'm taking these questions very seriously. <laughs> that's the, that's very, the way they must be told. We were, t- we were tweeting about um, Monopoly tactics. I'd quite like to talk to you about the tactics of playing Monopoly. Oh, why? Because we were tweeting about it a, a few months ago. I don't know if aye. you remember. Because there was a programme, I think the, um, the Infinite Monkey Cage talked about it, but I think their tactics were incorrect. They said that um, you should get the red set Trafalgar no. Square. No, no, no. Because that's the Trafalgar Square is the the one you land on. Most land, that's right. But I, so I used to play online. I used to play online, and it was like an American yeah. one, and it's got all these different names. It's like Madison. So I don't know, but I played it um, a few months ago. Went down to this uh, person's house, and we're playing it. They were drunk, mind you. But I was like, I'm going. I was thinking to myself, I'm going to fucking win this. It was me and these two other guys that were drunk, and I thought, get orange, get orange. Orange is what you you want to get. It's about the highest return on investment. Uh, don't forget about green forget about green but I thought get that any way you can orange is good because because a lot of people will go to land land on the jail square probably more than any other square so that means coming out of jail you'll hit you're likely to hit anything on orange I like orange and that's how I used to play but I think I think the best one to go for is the light blue set well because let me tell you why because it's quite likely on the first turn they'll all be taken, right? If you can manage to get them, and we were talking about this, and I think this is the way to do it. Get someone... Wait, you get round, get the light, get one light blue, the other two get taken as well quite quickly. You go around, you get a green, you go, oh, I'll swap you a green for one of the light blues, and the people are going, yeah, green's much better than a light blue, and so they'll do it. And then you go, oh, have I done something stupid? You know you haven't done stupid, something stupid. Well, I and just then, go... And I... then you get those, and you can build hotels straight away, and then bang, you're in. I just go by the stats. I just well, go by not, the data. Stats is not enough. Um, because, A, people land on go a lot, so that's still... It's got, the, it's got the orange thing still going for it. But you can get it quickly. Get it quickly and you can pay for I hotels straight get, away. Get these things so you can then trade them maybe, right? But get the orange ones. But the biggest, the most important it's tip of all... hard to get all, the orange ones. The most important tip of all yeah. is to be humble. <laughs> It is, because that's what I was doing with them. You don't go, ah, I'm going to fucking win this. I'm going to fucking, yes, let's get it started. I'm going to win this. Because they all go, ah, no, I'm going to get him and they want to trade me and they'll fuck get him. And they want to, you just go, ah, um, could I maybe swap that? Or could I maybe have the oranges and, and maybe for that? You know, <laughs> and like when you're taking money off them, go, this is how I was playing. Ah, fuck, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? Sir, you'll get, you'll get back in here. Once you know what the fuck to, then, and I was saying this on Twitter, then you can really bring out the fucking Emperor Palpatine sort of fucking thing. You can just, I was at the Emperor Palpatine the last time I was fucking here, I think. Because you, you've got the Chancellor Palpatine thing to begin with, where you're just sort of like being all nice and yeah. that, that. Then once you know they're fucked, and they're fucking, you know, they're, they're just like, they're dying. Yeah, then you can just go out, fucking pay me right now. <laughs> pay me right now. Right now, dickhead, you can swear at them, call them names. There's nothing they can do. <laughs> nothing, nothing you can do. And I fucking won. I won. Yeah. I, won. I think orange is good, but... They I, were I, steaming, I, mind you, but that's their fault. <laughs> I think orange is good, but I, I would like you to consider light blue in the future, just for a, to win the game very quickly. You got to well, get them. You got to get them quickly. The problem with orange, I find, is that sometimes the one that's six from the from the jail, the first orange one, you don't get that one quite quite as quickly as the other. So sometimes you go around the board quite a long time, and no one's no one's landed. I played a game. No, of, no, no. I played Monopoly the, the, all the time against my phone. The jail. Wait a minute. It's go to jail. The go first. to jail. Go to jail's on the first corner. And go, the orange. Go to jail. The jail. And free parking, isn't it? Yeah, free, it's, is it? it's jail, free parking, go to jail, go. Right. And then the first orange one, Marlborough Road, is the sixth. Well, I, I, see I, all these things, this kind of reminds me of Street Fighter 4 yeah. that I used to play, right? Um, see me trying to do all the combos, you're learning all the combos, that goes into that. That gets too complicated for me, you end up fucking it up. See if you just sort of like, kind of like, here's another Star Wars sort of thing, you kind of use the force. And you don't think about all the fucking combos. You just go, I'm just going to play in fucking gut instinct. Yeah, I'm just going to... Occasionally did odd fucking uh, fireballs. I used to go yeah. cigar. And you did the odd thing like that, but generally just your fucking quick reflexes and stuff like that. Remembering all the combos, it's too fucking hard, right? Especially when you get older. So you need to keep it simple. So two simple things. Get orange, get all oranges. Only day three hussies. Don't bother going for the hotels. Three hussies, just there. That's your highest... Uh, that's, that's the best... Thing and uh, and uh, orange and be humble. That's it. Be humble. Don't act like you care about winning and be nice and all that until you can really reveal yourself. I played a game Monopoly, admittedly against computer opponents on my phone, where I went round the board seven times and I hadn't landed on a single property I could buy. Well, because uh, I either landed on like go to jail or right. I landed on stuff that someone else had already landed on and I went round seven times I, I thought I'm going to do the whole game without being able to buy a single property and then it's quite difficult to play I that can game. play a computer with because you're not getting the joy of beating a real person no I do get the joy of beating there's a penguin on it and I just imagine it's oh right right there's right, a penguin right, right. I play the penguin and the um, the taxi car and right. uh, the, there's an Easter Island statue on it. But you need to... And uh, I believe... And I hate the penguin. Right. As long I, as I beat the penguin, I, I don't mind. I can imagine if you play that enough, you do start to hate that. Yeah. Even though you know it's not real, you do start to fucking yeah. hate it. But um, it's good beating real people. Nothing beats real. That's why I play Overwatch all the time. Fuck it. Anybody play Overwatch? Fucking love that game, man. It's just good beating other fucking people, knowing that they're raging. There's a real person out there <laughs> like that. Fuck off. Especially when you get them to rage quit. Yeah. Especially when you see them to leave early and you're like, yes, man. They're like, oh, fuck this. Fuck this. No better, no better feeling. Used to get out of a street fighter as well. People rage quitting. Fucking magic. I feel the, I feel the penguin is more upset than a real person would be. Really? Think, does yeah, it, what's I, the penguin there? Does it... Well, it, um, it looks a bit stroppy when it loses. The ball deflates. Oh, that's good. I don't like that. It's too far. If you had to do a human centipede with two other people, yeah. if you had to, you're in the middle, uh-huh. which, who would you have in front of you and behind you? Do you know, I, was asked, I actually asked this in my, uh, 
McCooney. Were you? Hi, Someone some... nicked it off me then. Because no, um... that's my question. No one else could have thought of that. Am I in the middle? Yeah, you're in the middle. So you've got to eat the shit. I have to someone... be in the middle. Yeah. I would, uh, my girlfriend would be in front, so oh, I'm nice. eating her shite. That's the person who's shite. I've never eaten, eaten her shite, in case you're wondering. Um, but that's the person who's shite I could put up with the most, probably. Yeah. Um, and behind me, just, just a general Tory. Um, <laughs> I'd say Theresa May, but I'd be kind of sexist. Um, say David Cameron but he's not doing it anymore uh, <laughs> let's say the fucking queen <laughs> <laughs> who came down to London like William Wallace who came down to London and fucking, get him hung down and quartered alright and uh, on, a, on a similar theme if you had to be anally violated by a popular chocolate bar if you had to be yeah. Which chocolate bar would you like to be inserted into your anus? Uh, the thinnest one, so that would be maybe Bitsy a Curly Wurly. <laughs> or... I don't think you can break the chocolate bar up. You've got to have the whole thing up there. Well, a star bar would be all right. Star bar? A star bar. It's quite, um, that. It's quite a thick one, isn't it, a star but bar? you do shites that are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> if I actually saw a shite in the pan that was as thin as a, a star bar, I'd be kind of lap. <laughs> what? This? Um, no, that'd be all right. That'd be fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. And anyway, start to melt anyway up with the warmth of your ass and <laughs> start to waste away to nothing. No, but then you got the peanuts. One start melts away, then you got the fucking peanuts screaming yeah. against. Um, I mean, say, if you had a peanut allergy, that would be a bad way to die as well, wouldn't it? If that's I, that's how they find. I'd say um, just uh, a normal kind of. Uh, uh, a Yorkie Yorkie because that's very that's chunky it's chunky well uh, and hard dairy milk because they've changed they used to be I can't remember they're kind of round now yeah there's a little bit ah nice. wait a minute um, it. single kind of strip um, arrow Tw- Twix has got the, the biscuit in it remember yeah what fudge fudge yeah yeah finger ah fudge yeah can't take answers from the the public and I just want... We're going to have to stop soon. It's been very nice talking to you again. Thank you for coming down to... Especially to talk to me. I'm very... A lot, uh, of, a lot of Monopoly fans in the audience will be yeah, happy tonight. Right. <laughs> be happy tonight. We had some good chat there. And then again at us tonight. It was better than the fucking infinite monkey cage. You didn't know anything about the, the strategy of playing Monopoly. Out. I'll check that out. What, they, knew, it, they knew all about the maths, but they didn't know about the passion and the uh, you need intrigue. The psychology is... The mail you'll... No, sorry, won't get any again, fuck okay. it. <laughs> I'll happily talk to you about it for a long time. Um, your vines were all screened together at a film festival all in one go. Yeah. How the hell did that go down? It, it's kind of... It's sort of... Um, it's kind of fucking annoying, in a way. <laughs> like, all the vines... It's all, it was a London short film festival, and it was like the first 600, so that's like six... It's an hour long, right? And <laughs> solid... So it starts off with the... I, it's just like I've done ones like these characters that just sort of popped up like the plasterer and the the laugher and all that but it, well, <laughs> <laughs> but it would um, you would get when I actually did them I didn't do them in a, in a row you'd have one there and I'd go and do some other shit and then one there and one there so you don't see them all in a, all grouped together so it's just all this fucking 
one after another, one after yeah. another stuff, and it's just like kind of getting bombarded. Just with anything, it doesn't matter what it is, six seconds, six yeah. seconds to the next one. He, what, what well, he you, said he liked it, but you, you would, wouldn't you? you wouldn't, so you would. Amanda Unici was hosting this. Uh, he was, he was, he was there. It. He was hosting it. He was saying that oh, was good. But how many people, if they don't like it, are going to go like? Oh, I, I didn't like that, Brian. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't like that at all. There was too many vines there. Too, too much too... for you. No, just a bit boring. Just a bit kind of shite. <laughs> Remember, I'm, you know, I've seen it all, Brian. Um, you know, I've seen it all. Um, uh, I think. He liked it, but the whole thing was just like, even if there's something funny that pops up, you don't have time to fucking laugh because then all things just came up again. But is it a bit like the Clockwork Orange thing or something when just things are flashing in your face? It's sort of like that kind of... But I'd like to do it again. Some people said, why are you doing it in London? Why are you not doing it up the road? Why why are you taking all that down to London? You're too fucking good for us now and all that. Yeah. Um, So so I'll I'll do it up there, I think. Yeah. But it's no... I'd, I'd probably say to people, oh, come along and uh, oh, take acid and all right, oh, that'd be a crying <laughs> night. No, no, don't, don't. Uh, <laughs> but I want to do it again, but it's no, it's no that fucking enjoy. It's not a funny thing. It's kind of mere. It's funny. I think that the other things are kind of funny if you're into that sort of thing. I like them, otherwise I wouldn't fucking do them. But when you're seeing it like that, it's just, you don't have a... Yeah, but that's what's, that's what, you know, that, that it's overload arty. is kind of... It's very an arty experience. Yeah. Rather than actual like fucking comedy, yeah, it is. But then it's sort of it is sort of artistic. You know, a lot of things that are in art galleries are kind of similar to that sort of stuff. Really, you know, they're they're just like a load of stupid shit all put I, together. <laughs> and that's what is that? It's by a normal looking. But it's man. no. But I'm not going to tell everybody. Like if a day up the road, I'm not going to say. By the way, just to warn you, this isn't very good. You're not going to. You're not going to like this. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not tell them. They'll find it. They'll find it soon enough. And what you were talking about stage, you might be doing a. You might be doing a sketch show again for the for the TV. I will hopefully. Um, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you very much. It's no. It's no limit. I don't know why I did a fourth series, right? Because. Um, I had trouble writing the third series. I didn't come up with any like new characters. Like the second series, I came up with like Larry Forsyth and Raymond Day. But for the third series, I didn't have anything new. I thought, right, you're starting to fucking run out. So that's it. Just just finish it there. So it's not that. I thought I want to do something. It's like my old YouTube stuff and my old um, uh, like my vines and things like that. But on the telly, and I, yeah. the BBC said they were into it, but. Um, so I was ready to go and do it and I said ah, oh, wait, wait no 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 <laughs> just need a bit of kind of a wee bit of red tape first or like financial folk and legal folk in case I go out and I start filming things you're not supposed to film like people on the street or there's a van gone by with a kind of like uh, windy cleaner phone number on it and that's advertising yeah. shit like that but I was like months ago and it's taking so long and I'm like I'm fucking tempted to just go out fuck it just dating Patreon or something like that, just there, and then you'll be able to say cunt, 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 <laughs> cunt, 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 and uh, that's it. Just make a whole fucking sketch of that, and um, <laughs> maybe more freedom. But I'd like, I'd love to just put that on the telly because I've not seen anything like that where it's just all the homemade stuff. And yeah, um, it's a difficult uh, thing to. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know what people would think because I'm into sort of weirder stuff now. I'm, I'm almost yeah. no into trying to make people laugh as much as you've discovered tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like doing all these sort of layers, your, your punchline. I like, um, I like kind of weird stuff because that's what I'm into myself now. I, yeah. I don't even care if something's funny or no, or good or no. I just want it to be kind of strange and I've not seen it before. So I can imagine doing something like that sticking on the telly and again, critically panned. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it yourself, I mean, I think if anyone can do that, make that work on, on the internet 
with everyone chipping in a pound. It's nearly me, but it probably isn't me. So, you know, I think you people would do that. You could kickstart it or... or, or I, I mean, I wouldn't want to do a big thing. I wouldn't want to go like that, right? You need to give me that 120,000, you know, that fucking... Like, yeah. I just go... Like I did. I like just go like, give me some... Uh, like that. Yeah. But, give me just, just just a few pence, just like maybe 50 pence a month, please. No, I'll make you, you know, if you don't like it, you can, you can, you know, unsubscribe, whatever the fuck it is, but... We'll see, see how it goes, but I might be writing another book, so I don't, I don't know. But I'd love to do it. I've been thinking about it. I'd love to just make that up and looking at Patreon and going, look, what's everybody else doing? And well, that'd be good, Dan. For, 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 for $2, you get this. For $4, you get the behind the scenes. <laughs> for $15, you get to have your name in the credits. And for $100, you get to meet me. Wow. <laughs> I would I would be I would be worried if if somebody <laughs> paid for the you know the kind of top tier fucking things like I'm getting fucking stabbed here I'm getting <laughs> but I gave you a hundred quid I thought we were pals <laughs> will you be my dad <laughs> fuck that now keep it nice and low <laughs> I also think the short stories though I'd love to see those just you know I think like a those being filmed I've already I already proposed it just like all my other sitcom ideas they got fucking knocked back <laughs> I said would, uh, like I went to some I went to my agent and said can you see if any production companies or whatever would be interested in going to some channel about like daffy stories but like film kind of like like Twilight Zone or something like that like yeah. Night Gallery that he did after the Twilight Zone, where you got a few stories and an episode. Yeah. And one, only one company was interested, and they thought about it, and they went, nah. <laughs> they just said, we don't want to kill work. Is it a sketch show, I, a sitcom, I, this sort of in between thing, no. Yeah, there is. And I'm just like that. You, you end up getting all these knockbacks. You, you just get all these knockbacks, and, you know, you, you, know, you just. You just you just got all these knockbacks, you know, and, uh, no, oh, and it just breaks your wee heart, you know, you, you, you get used to it, though. So, uh, so, so I'm kind of almost thinking that with this sketch show thing, what if I get, like, a month down the line, I said, right, so here's the idea, and here's what I want to do, the BBC Scotland, and I go, no, forget it, you know, I just don't think I can take that kind of rejection, as George McFly would say in Back to the Future. But I genuinely went through that, like, th- I had 10 or 15 years of everything getting knocked back, and I, re- and I got to the point where I couldn't, I, I wouldn't bother trying to work hard on anything, because I couldn't bear working hard on something and then them making it good and then them saying no. Poor, but, poor but, fucking us, eh? Uh, but then, poor but us. now I've kind of, I've got over that. I think you kind of I... get over it, because also, A, we're very lucky to be able to do what we do and do yeah. anything at all. But, and, but also, you've just got to keep, you know, if you keep fucking ploughing away, so eventually someone will go. Because that's definitely, what you're saying there is definitely a brilliant show. If you just filmed the four stories at the start of, your, of that second book and even put them all together in one show, well, it doesn't matter that they're not that connected. That homemade sort of thing. I've been to yeah. doing a kind of, just me and my camcorder, just having a fucking laugh. But, um, but you, could film the, you, know, you could film those properly with, like, you know, you could make them little short films. They're all, they'd all work really beautifully as properly as properly filmed things. I don't want to film it properly. <laughs> you know, you see comedy programs and all like done. You know, very very good lenses and fucking prime lenses and shallow depth of field and coloured corrected all looking beautiful. And for me, that just takes away from the fucking the comedy. It yeah. looks. It's like it's sort of. 
I don't like it. I just like the whole Vines thing and YouTube stuff yeah. and kind of, you know, mere raw, mere fucking raw but, like that. And, on, and cheaper. Yeah, it is. Well, you, you can do it yourself then and you can do it online and then you're in control of it and then no one's I, taking I really money like off you taking the I really like that, but uh, can you imagine doing it and, like, fucking... Nabdy, nabdy's in it, and I'm like, I go back to the BBC. I used to, no, you're not interested in anyway. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Um, no, I'd be really, really, really into that. Yeah, really into that. It'll happen. It'll happen. You're you're too uh, individual and brilliant a voice. It'll take it'll take some time. <laughs> you'll get it. <laughs> no, thanks, sorry. Thanks, thanks. Sorry. Okay. Right, I'll ask you one more emergency question, then we're going to have to go. Going to be a good. I'm going to wait. Make a good one. <laughs> All the ones I'm looking at are terrible. It goes off towards the. I don't know why I'm looking at the end of the, the book because. Uh, how about this? <laughs> Another. You know, Julian Clary last week backstage said you're very obsessed with anuses. For, it's like all heterosexual men. You're just obsessed with anuses. Aye. And I wanted to say to him, yeah, anuses aren't just for gay people, mate. We can That's all right. we can all enjoy them. That's right. Yeah. He's a order. <laughs> you're out of line. But anyway, let's leave anuses behind. If you had a finger that could cure rectal cancer, but only if you pushed it hard up the anus of the cancer sufferer, would you cure anyone, everyone, or be like Jesus and just cure a few? Um, just, um, just, just the sort of good people. Yeah. Um, I would, uh, uh, any kind of like say people I didn't agree with politically, I'd let them die. Yeah. Um, people I didn't like, or I would, anybody maybe who wronged me in primary one or something like that, I would <laughs> see them on Facebook talking about how, the, you know, the terrible news and all that. I'd say, well, listen, I've got this ability. Well, how about we meet up and then just some about a day go, ah, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I remember you. Bye. Um, I would use it. I would use it for evil rather than for yeah, good. Yeah. Okay. Good. It was good. More people should do that with the with their cancer curing fingers. That should happen more often. Uh, anyway, look, we're going to have to wrap it up, but it's been uh, fantastic to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Uh, and ladies it. and gentlemen, give a massive round of applause to Libby. Libby. Listening to Richard Herring's That's the Square Theatre Podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Limmy Brian Limond. Uh, the music's by Pest. Thank you to everyone at Go Faster Strike. Thank you to everyone at Less Square Theatre, and thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide. I couldn't do this without any of you, and nor could I do this without my producer, Ben Walker, except on the weeks when he isn't here, when I can do it, as long as there's someone else there. And this is a Fuzz Go Faster Strike, part.com, and Sky Potato Production. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go to gofasterstripe.com and you can buy an emergency questions book uh, or some postcards or a badge or you can come, why not become a monthly badger, get access to a secret channel with all our backstage interviews. Gofasterstripe.com slash badges. A pound a month and you get entered into a secret draw. You get loads of extra content uh, and you get secret emails. It's lots of fun. Thanks for your support, everyone. Cheers, mate. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. Don't drink the milk.
No, this isn't a podcast about milk. If you like historical intrigue, a bit of culture and a sprinkling of controversy, this one's for you. I'm Rachel Stewart and I'm travelling around Europe, following the hidden history of everyday things as they're exported through time and around the world, by force, by chance or by choice. No need to pack your bags. Just subscribe to Don't Drink the Milk wherever you listen to podcasts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you very much for listening to my podcasts. Listen to some more. Tell your friends about these podcasts. We're in a very competitive market and it would be lovely to keep those downloads coming in. The more downloads we get, the more money we make and the more podcasts we can make for you. It's a beautiful symbiotic relationship. Come and see me on tour at richardherring.com. But otherwise, just, you know, go outside. Enjoy the spring air. It's beautiful out there. I love you all. Goodbye.